podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the Nutella of this podcast. Ah, that was mine. Ah, ah, you nailed it. That's because it's the coolest one because they put a G at the front of the word. Uh, I'm Jordan, the Exeem of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the E-Donkey 2000 of this podcast. Wait, what is the, what does E-Donkey 2000 do? Why, 2000 I'm version s- of E-Donkey, presumably. Yeah, I'm s- so glad that you asked. E-Donkey Your 2000, online source for donkeys? Nicknamed ED2K, was a peer-to-peer file sharing application developed by U.S. company MetaMachine. Uh, mine is, as I said before, is Nutella, but with a G on it. Um, and it was created by Justin Frankel and Tom Pepper. And there's stuff in here about bottlenecks and bootstraps and things. So I think they made like a bridge between computers or you could like oh, the... put stuff through the bottles. I think it's pneumatic tubes between computers. Yeah, the famous computer bridge. Um, yeah. It was the largest suspension bridge ever made. Yeah, all the way across the Pacific. Mm-hmm. And Jordan, what was yours, um, eczema? Eczema. <laughs> Uh, it was supposed to be a replacement uh, for soup, Sup Arnova. Oh, Sup Arnova. So, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Dang it. Ah, frick. How long was it? What? I lasted um, a good two we, minutes. Before. You lasted 50 seconds. 50 seconds uh, before you well, said uh-huh. Right. Before this what? Podcast. Before I uh-huh like an idiot. Who was that before I said uh-huh after somebody's joke? Somebody, I think it might have been Cordon Blue Sullivan or somebody... Po- I posted yeah, I that think it was Chicken Card on Blue. Yeah. Wow. You bested me, sir. Man, our you listeners sir. are jerks. Are you... <laughs> yeah. Look, it's a it, it's a personal flaw that I have. It's a demon that I have to overcome. Yep. Well. People. No, he said that you want. You said that you wanted to stop. He's just helping you along by shaming you. Yeah, that's Publicly true. shaming Listen, you. I can stop anytime I want. I just don't want to. Uh, so as you've probably gathered, this is our Versus and Would You Rather podcast where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and hash them out here on the show, find a victor. And so without further ado, did I say that already? Anyway, no more ado. Let's get started. Our first question comes to us from Zachary Bailey, who wants to know, would you rather have a couch on the front porch or an above ground pool? Go. So front porch couch or above ground pool? I think it all depends on the flannel ability of the pool. Can Wait, I can I what? Can I Can you wear flannel into your pool? Can I drape the pool in flannel? Can the sides all be flannel? No, um flannel on the couch. Like dressing it up with a shirt? <laughs> yeah, like a dressage type so of thing. So it looks like you're swimming in someone's neck hole. <laughs> that's that's my fantasy is Nickel swimming. Oh, I hope there's a fetish out there for that. Um, no, I think it all depends on the, the how flannel the couch is. Oh Wait, yeah. Do no, you I want w- flannel or do you not want flannel? Absolutely, because because absolutely you porch, want it or you don't want it. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be flannel because a a porch couch has to be disgusting. Some of the foam has to be coming out. It's got to be a real gross 70s flannel. Maybe a shag couch. It'd be nah, nice if it was see? a shag couch. 
No, you want now. Now, let me tell you the fabric you want, Kevin. It must be escaping your grasp because you want a corduroy. You want corduroy. <laughs> That's right. The cord of the king. I don't know how I feel about flannel because I feel like you would need to dry clean that because you can't just throw flannel in a washing uh, machine. Tyler, if you actually care about this couch, it would be in your house and not yeah. on your <laughs> No, it's not that point. it's. Well, the thing is, like, if it's a couch that you can't, like, during spring cleaning, at least take the covers off and wash them, then it's just going to continually get worse and worse and worse. Whereas, you know, if you at least can, like, take the covers off, then you can spruce it up every once in a while. Like, when I was still living in uh, Highland Park here in Pittsburgh with um, Miss Trash Pittsburgh 2013 Moon Baby... Uh, we had a wicker couch on our front porch with cushions on it, and the problem is that it never, uh, it never got washed or anything, and it just kept accruing so much dirt that you would sit down on it, and like dust clouds would go everywhere. Ah, oh, wicker! I oh boy, I can't get into that. Wait. Now it was wicker with cushions on the wicker. Oh, okay. It wasn't yeah, just, but... just a hard wicker piece of furniture. <laughs> No, well, I have wicker furniture. My yeah, Tyler's a wicker parents. man. Aren't I, you? I just think it's true. Simple mountain folk. We bend the the beams. No, I don't know. Whatever wicker's made I, of. I just I shoots and ladders. I don't think wicker has the necessary support for a porch couch. A porch couch is a couch that someone can urinate on, and it doesn't matter. And no one will notice. It doesn't, you know. No, everyone's going to notice. Everyone's always going to notice. No, but you guys notice. are forgetting the most important use of a porch couch, and that is post-sport celebration burning. Oh, oh yeah. Pittsburgh excels at that. <laughs> I guess it's better than a car. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's especially associated, I believe, with uh, hockey, uh, the couch well, burning. How do they fit it else. into one of those? How do they fit it into one of those oil drums? Isn't it too big? Well, they chop up the body. Oh, I got you. <laughs> but not the arms. They leave the arms arms intact. No, couch arms are sacred. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, it's, it's a very important part of Hinduism. Yeah, <laughs> sacred um, couch arms. Uh, have either of you had an outdoor pool? Or now, specifically, not just an outdoor pool. <laughs> I don't know why I would assume that either of you have had indoor pools. Uh, but <laughs> have you had an above-ground pool? Nope. No. I-, I will tell you, there is no greater disappointment in life than when your friend says, Oh, you should come over to my house and swim in my pool. And you're like, uh, yes, why aren't we there right now? And then he's like, it's an above-ground pool. And you're like, oh... My friend is white trash. Because that's just a, it's just a cold bath at that point, right? Right. It's like, it's, there's no filtering system. It's just kind of like all the juices, no, like, and, swishing around. And typically, above-ground pools are about about six feet in circumference. So you can't really do much except for, like, wade around. Oh, what you can wade do, though, is you can get, like, <laughs> five people in there to all, like... Swim in a circle uh-huh. and then start a whirlpool. Yeah, okay. and, and above ground pool is basically a cold hot tub. It's a cold tub. Yeah, with no it's jacuzzi a... uh, action, unless right. you've all had a bunch of you know Taco Bell. Right, and with lots of leaves in it, because because they don't sell. I, you can go to any store and you will not see an above ground pool cleaning kit. It does not exist. No one sells them. 
No, it's just like you put the family dog in there and yeah, stuff or, gets caught on its fur. Or the youngest cousin is like, oh, it's your turn. Yeah, to- drink all this. <laughs> drink this, this, leaf, this leaf mixture. This soggy leaf beverage. Uh, now, Kevin, though, living in uh, New York, concrete jungle where dreams are made uh, of, yeah. um, wouldn't it be pretty sweet, though, to have like an outdoor pool? Above ground, or maybe in your case, like many, on top of your how apartment. How many dead building? rats would accumulate in that pool within like a one week span? It would probably be a much more efficient rat trap. I'll tell you. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, it would be the 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 rat swimming team would have a very high mortality rate. <laughs> they are going to have some great routines, though. Oh my gosh! So oh, you'll have you'll have some of that if you haven't seen. Uh, a, a rat synchronized swimming team spelling out script Ohio. You haven't lived. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the plot of the third five. And then, movie. and then the last rat jumps into the pool to dot the eye and then drowns immediately. Because <laughs> they can hold their breath for point one seconds. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Hey, did we already talk about the most terrifying rat fact, which is that they can restart their hearts after receiving an electric shock? Yeah, no, I was familiar with this because uh, you recommended that uh, mouse murder house yes. to me. Yes, I did. <laughs> the little electric palace that does a sustained shock long enough to not let the rat restart its heart. The old um... is that shock audible, Kevin? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You get a free membership. Yeah, but uh, as soon as you order it, <laughs> you, you, um, but you don't smell anything. That was the thing. I thought you were gonna smell. You were gonna smell burnt rat, burning rat flesh, but you don't. Tonight we died on rat flesh. What do you smell? Rat flesh. Bah! Um, I feel like a porch couch is more conducive for socializing, really, than than a, an above ground pool. Because a above ground pool, if you're gonna like hang out in that, it's a whole ordeal. You gotta have swimsuits, and then you know it's like, well, is it cold enough out? Is it hot enough out? Burr, 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 burr. Right. And, yeah. And then is it cold enough out to get in this pool <laughs> uh-huh. for it to be cool and ironic? I feel um, like uh, another advantage of the uh, porch couch, especially in a city, is that if you are a player of the most dangerous game, uh, a porch couch makes an women. Uh, no, uh, men, actually. A porch couch makes an excellent homeless man trap. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is dangerous. They just, they walk up, they kind of sniff it a little bit, make sure someone's already peed on it. And spikes out of the couch cushions. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is, um... That is the number one thing that you have to do if you're going to have a porch couch is install booby traps. To kill all the homeless, yeah. Uh, it does make for some interesting people watching, though. Because I know there were stories of like drunk people who decided to make base camp on the porch couch that we had in Highland Park. And then you have all the pleasure of going out and waking them up in the morning. Now, did any drunk people make base camp in the ball pit that was on your porch? No, nobody, uh, nobody, nobody inhabited Occupy pit. Ball Street. I think I feel like Moonbaby may have actually crashed in it for a night at one point, but that must have been very early on before there were probably dead rats in that ball pit as well. Did you um did you equip your your porch couch with like Advil and like a vomit bucket, like stuff that people would need to like to drunk collapse? Um, no, but it was generally accepted that the cushions doubled as an ashtray. Uh-huh. Uh, well, did you, like, you did should you have just, offered like, spread... water to all these people. They're going to have wicked hangovers. 
Uh, did you just put sawdust all over the cushions routinely? Yeah. And peanut shells. <laughs> just to give them a homey feel. All right. We need to take a vote on this. Kevin, what are you going to go with? You know, I'm going to go with porch couch because I feel like one of the big pluses of porch couch is yelling at people. Just being able to yell at people on the street. And I really like that. Um, and I am also going to go with porch couch because that sounds like a really great outdoor music festival that I'd like to attend. Por- porch fest? No, just porch couch. Oh, porch couch. Porch couch. Yeah, there's they've got bumbleberry or and whatever. So now is the porch couch the stage? Yolo Palooza. Is it the stage? Actually, or if the there seating? was. If there was an outdoor festival where, like, the whole thing was, like, you bring a couch and you, like, stake out your couch space looking at the stage, that would be awesome. Like, just a whole bunch of people in couches and everyone's sitting down. So it's not like you have to worry about seeing over people. But it'd be a whole bunch of people people. on couches doing it. Oh, yeah. Or maybe some people who converted their couches. Also, all of those couch cushions would be filled with weed. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, they, so that's an advantage. They would have they would have used the couches to smuggle weed onto the plane that they right. took to get to couch fest. <laughs> yeah, that's the funnest part, riding the plane where every three seats are taken up by a couch. You know, if, if you put a couch through the old uh, through the old baggage check, they cannot see through the cushions. Mostly because you're supposed to line the cushions with lead beforehand. Yeah. Now, Jordan, uh, what is your vote? Um, I'm also going with porch couch because, you know me, I hate maintenance, and a porch couch you just put on your porch, and you leave it there. Uh, a pool, and it's a couch. A pool is just, like, so much work to get all those leaves out. You gotta use the stupid little strainer thingy that you you catch dead fish in, and I don't know. I believe just... the term is colander. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're welcome, culinarians. So, thank you so much for your question, Zachary. And next time you have to choose between investing in a porch couch or an above-ground pool, go ahead with that porch couch. You're going to be glad you did. Our second question comes to us from Ben Nemeth. Thank you so much, Ben, who wants to know, would you rather be able to perfectly imitate anyone's voice or speak any language fluently? go so you can perfectly imitate any voice or you can speak any of the world's languages fluently you know i um i was recently thinking about uh the need to expand my impression base uh on on impressions that i do and i think the way you can get around this and the way you can get around that that first scenario is being able to do any voice perfectly is to just do impressions of celerities 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 of celerity salacious crumb of polarities the greatest play um of of celebrities doing impressions of other celebrities so like like here here's my Kiefer sutherland doing richard nixon i am not a crook see he was really good like he's he does a really good richard nixon keith Kiefer sutherland does that's true. That's part Kevin, of the plot uh, of twenty four. Have you done? Have you ever practiced your Matt Damon doing Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Soderbergh. I, I think today would be a good day for me to take my shirt off. <laughs> I'm just imagining all these people in very loving relationships. Right. Um, so you, if you can impersonate anyone's voice, you could impersonate. 
uh, people speaking in a foreign language, I, I just think that you wouldn't understand what they were saying uh, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. You just well, no, have to have like be, a number of phrases. You would speaking the language. It'd be like uh, those Nintendo games, uh, the Mario and Luigi ones, where they just have I'm Mario. I'm familiar with Lu- those Nintendo games. Uh, no, the game, the Mario and Luigi <laughs> RPG series, where they don't have them speak, they have them. Their words are on the screen, and it has Italian gibberish. It's like, and that's. <laughs> and you, you just say that, and the person's exactly. You would flawlessly tone. impersonate somebody who is an Italian. You're you're flawlessly impersonating Sir, Silvio Berlusconi, but you're just speaking gibberish. <laughs> I forgot that Silvio Berlusconi was the model for both of the Mario Brothers characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shigeru Miyamoto brought him in and was just like, I want to draw you. Uh, could, could you go Could you go again on that name, Tyler? Uh, Shigugu Miyamoto. Oh, there you go. Got it. Nailed it. Which brings up a good Nailed point. I don't know uh, how useful this perfect impressions power would be to me since I can pretty much do a perfect impression of anyone <laughs> already anyway. Yeah, I mean, I am a trained actor, right. so you can just kind of like throw a name at me, and I'll do a really good impression of it. Okay, um, how about uh, Martin Sheen? Uh, okay, hey. <laughs> how about uh, how about Martin Lawrence? Hey, <laughs> how about uh, Martin Freeman? Martin Freeman. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, the Hobbit hey. guy. Yeah, the Hobbit guy. It's, uh, sorry, Tyler. I stepped on it. What was your how Martin about Freeman? how about Martin McDonough? Hey. Um. Uh. Gary Busey. How about Martin Scorsese? I'll, I'll do both of those together. <laughs> <It's a good laughs> Gary Busey impersonating. Gary Martin Busey Scorsese. impersonating Martin Scorsese. Um. <laughs> I didn't know I was in the presence of such vocal brilliance. Now, you may have felt like one of those celebrities had came into the room or on my side of the podcast, but that was actually me. Uh, I am a trained actor. Oh it's one of the tricks of the trade. Shoot. Sometimes it can be a little misleading. I got oh. to tell you, man. Uh, well, and, and you guys, you, listeners, you can't see this. Tyler is physically drained from doing those impressions. Weeping. He is it's it's like he 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 took on all of the sorrows and yeah, anxieties. Yeah, you can't see that I perfectly recreate their facial expressions Tyler, at the same time. Yeah, he got down to the deepest, darkest fears of each of those celebrities and embodied them perfectly. He method acted them for three seconds. <laughs> I, it's very similar. I, Tyler, you did kind of a, a John Coffey thing in uh, The Oh, Green you want Mile. me to do my John Coffey? <laughs> <laughs> How about your uh, Marlon Brando? You Wait, and this is, it's continued. <laughs> yeah, Brando? When I take a, take a sip of coffee. Oh. <laughs> uh. My Marlon Brando? Yeah. Okay. I, I can do that. <laughs> Ooh, that one had an extra flourish on it. Ooh. Hey, that's why he's one of the greats. <laughs> he's, he said uh, something about Stallone, I think. Yeah. Oh, my F- Sylvester Stallone. Um, Tyler, 
could you could you talk to us about your process? <laughs> <laughs> what? How do you how do you become how do you become these people? Oh well, uh, it's it's a really difficult process. <laughs> um, first, I uh, I watch every movie they've been in. Uh, I have actually seen a lot of a lot of films, and then I kind of you know, I try and think of people from my life that have been in similar situations as their characters in their movies. Uh-huh. And then I look up their IMDb and I'm like, <laughs> now, whoa, it's so they're so different from that character in that movie. Right. And so I try and think of people in my life that are actually like them, and then I mix the two together and add like my own flair to Tyler, it. I have a question for you. Uh, you've clearly done a lot of work on your, your various impersonations. Why, oh, yeah. why when you... Uh, choose to impersonate a person do you always immediately go to i'm going to impersonate what they sound like when they're vomiting um, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that that's that's the, Tyler, I, that's the most I, difficult um uh action uh slash emotion i think i think their emotional state that is the hardest um that is the hardest acting to do well, a lot of times say, when wanna... they bring you in for professional auditions they'll be like okay i want you to read this this uh, this scene and get a feel for the character and then imitate them vomiting. Yeah, and if it's like really spot on, they know it's the one. Because you want to catch them at their most primal, right? Like that is the rawest emotion that a human can experience is vomiting. Vomiting is an emotion, by the way. It's you yeah, know, it happy, I think sad, we can all agree. Vomit. Vomiting is an emotion. Yeah. Uh, now, Tyler, um, I know that, that you are, are fantastic at uh, impersonations, but Jordan... I know that you have spent your life uh, being able to speak any language fluently. Is that correct? <laughs> sure, Kevin. What, um, what language you, would you like me to speak? Could you grace me with some Finnish? Uh, certainly. Uh, wait. Oh, wait. Is he finished? Yep. <laughs> Now, uh, I I know that that was kind. Of, that's easy for a man of your stature. Um, maybe could you could you give me uh, uh, some some uh, Tamil from from uh, southern India? I think. Uh, you're gonna have to geographically narrow that down. Um. I, let me let me say. Oh, okay. It's the least racist part of of India. It has the least racist accent. So, yeah, it's really progressive. So you want an? You want an? It sounds like Indian, but not racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And go. <laughs> Do the least racist and broad generalization of this people group that you can. Um. <laughs> to, <laughs> All I can think of is just thank you very much, but that is so racist. <laughs> Whoops! Oh, so you were so close uh, to not racist, and then you yeah. just dipped in. Uh, botched to the landing. Uh, <laughs> now, can you? Can you? Um, can you? Uh, can you show us some C plus plus? Give us a little bit of that. Uh, because you are also pro <laughs> fluent in programming. Ooh, that's language. good. That, yeah, programming that's a language, language right there. I'm now this might be like um, a kill code for someone because for all the people who've been mentally programmed. Um and that's all I got. <laughs>
Do you, do you know, um, what's the C++ for Execute Order 66? Um, it's, it's, I don't know. Is it, is it dumb George Lucas plot device? Plus yeah. plus? Yeah. Should have been executing order sixty nine if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, I I'd go for seventy. Keep it even. Hey, uh, listen, um, <laughs> Jedi Jedi are not allowed to love, but they are allowed to get down. Yeah, they're allowed to dance. As yeah. the Microsoft. That's why Star there Wars was that Star Wars Dance Central. Us. Yeah. I um. Oh shoot. Why don't, do reboot, why don't we do a reboot? Why don't we Why don't we do a reboot of Footloose set in the Jedi Temple? Oh yeah, and then Anakin comes and kills all the <laughs> kills younglings. Everyone. Yeah, because because Anakin is the is the guy who says, "Oh, we need to be able to dance." Now, who then... plays the John Lithgow role? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. John Lithgow is Benji in that movie. Is that right? Oh, uh, do you want me to to give you an impression? To... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wet, wet. To remind you, wet my li- li- thistle here. <laughs> Ooh, ooh! You got a little. There was a little liquid that came out on that one. You, you got a little too I, into sorry, character. Sorry, I, I coughed a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, you got. <laughs> you were a little. Uh, um. So I feel like you'd get paid more to be able to perfectly impersonate anyone's voice. Yeah, because you could do like a bunch of like fraud and stuff well, like that. No, you the could, advantage of that is that Italian jobs. No, with our. Uh advanced cgi uh filmmaking of this day instead of paying the real robert downey jr to be iron man you could just (laughs) illegally steal his likeness and then have you voice it for pennies on the robert downey jr dollar can you trademark a voice um or is it just like libel if you present yourself as being them you know or no i mean if you're in the credits like up front about the fact like so and so as the voice yeah, tyler crumrine impersonating jr. the voice of robert downey jr as iron man yeah Here's the thing. I, I just don't think there's anything you could do with a perfect impersonation that you couldn't do with a home alone to talk back Oh yeah, just speed it you up and slow boy. it down. Yeah. It exactly the talk, the talk right boy. Point. Sorry, talk. Boy. No, after this is um after the uh, stage performance of Home Alone two, uh, they have a talk back after every show, so you can like get inside the actors' pain and stuff like that. But uh, what was it like to have a cheese pizza inside of a limousine? <laughs> oh man, the first thing I'm gonna do when I make it big. As an actor, how did I how did I completely miss that they remade Footloose in 2011? Yeah, you didn't know that. Why did they do that? Well, I mean, I thought that it was the sequel, Feetloose. Feetlease. I see Dennis <laughs> Quaid has replaced feet. John Lithgow as the Reverend. That's interesting. Um. With if you know every language though, like you could be a world traveler, but you still have to have the resources to travel the world. Like the most you could do is probably work at like a customer service place. I don't know. It's not that useful of a skill. And also, or I, I guess like... you could be like a really great translator. That'd be cool. But but no, I mean, almost every language in the world is is English. Is ninety percent similar to English. That's true. So why that not? Is why a not science just? Fact. I don't know. Yeah, why don't you just man up, rest of the world? Are you thinking like or woman up? Oh, you could. You know, if you knew every language, you could like insult people. 
in their own language like that would be the I I leave insulting up to comic dogs thank you very much <laughs> I, I guess um, that's true like an, an insult in someone's language really gets at them you know if you just went you know spookenlarkin to me I, I, you know I'm good with that I don't care um, what does that mean oh my goodness I can't repeat it on this podcast because it's not marked explicit oh yeah good point all right we need to take a vote on this uh Jordan what are you gonna go with uh, I'm going to go with uh, impersonating people because I want to get into the voice actor business. Being that next uh, Miyazaki. That's right. That won't exist. That's right. Kevin? I'm, I'm going to go speak every language because I think I could use it to get some great local food. Oh yeah, that would be good. There are so many little local eateries, and and by that I mean I would be able to ask which of these will not give me diarrhea. Oh yeah, (laughs) if someone can figure that out, you should start a blog. Hey, like this won't give you places that will and will not give you diarrhea. Uh Like all it is is they put in the address, and it's just an easy yes or no. Right. Uh, The set of super sloppy double dare will give you diarrhea. They don't realize they made the kids eat all the gas <laughs> after every show. Uh, uh, we can't throw this I, into the ocean because it'll poison all the fish. So, And I'm going to go with impersonations um, because, you know, I'm just so committed to my craft. Like any any additional uh, edge I can get, I'll, I'll take it. Any additional uh, the edge you can get? Yeah, if I could, if I could work my way into the band U2. And not be able to play guitar, but be able to do the voice of the edge, then that would be delightful. Um, so thank you so much for your question, Ben. And next time you have to choose between uh, knowing every language oh, or perfectly imitating voices, go ahead with those voices. You're going to be glad you did. Can I just make one last point? Yeah. If you were able to impersonate everyone perfectly, you could go around and you could essentially be anyone and just be like, look, I, I had a body change. And they're like, well, oh, yeah. that is his voice, so he must have had a body change. Yeah. All right. That's all He's you got. Victim of body snatchers. Oh. Um, Everybody be careful for body snatchers. They're pretty yeah, invasive. really, especially on the subway. <laughs> really. Um, I, you know, it's not said enough. But they invade your space. We've had a lot of fun around here. But we really we? needed to, We've had I mean, a moderate <laughs> amount of fun here today. But let's get serious. Let's talk about body snatchers, baby. Yeah, I Let's mean... Let's talk about you and me. Body snatchers are a serious thing. <laughs> yes. Um, Great. Our next Great question. Point. That's I love those PSAs after shows. Where oh, it's just boy. actors would be like, hey, this is a serious thing. No opinion. Yeah. But I think it should be part of the You guys the, totally the didn't get my reference, region. and I love that. So that's totally fine. Yeah, we're not as cool as you. Um, uh, is, it, uh, is it from Star Wars? Where are you taking this serious thing? From serious... Oh, no, wait. I thought the Body Snatcher was the original uh, version of John Carpenter's The Thing, but that was The Thing from Another Uh, World. The Fantastic Four. Um, Our next question comes to us from Eric Taribia. Thank you so much, Eric, who wants to know, stones stuck inside your shoe versus stones stuck on the bottom of your shoe. Go. I, what? Stones stuck inside your shoe, or 
stones stuck to the bottom of your Why, shoe. You why know, like pieces of gravel that One of, get into like the nooks and crannies of your shoe or like, I don't know, maybe you've got like nice sold shoes and you get like a piece of sharp rock uh, up in there. Yeah, but one of these will trigger a psychological breakdown in me. The other one is a mild inconvenience. I just, I don't see. Uh, Wait, the which other one, is which? What if it's like a piece of charcoal and you're marking up the entire corporate lobby of your uh, place of of work, Kevin. Yeah, you've got that sweet above ground pool in your break room. You started up a barbecue, and now you're tracking charcoal well, all throughout the office. It's a good thing I got tenure at the office, so they can't fire me. Wait, that's a thing. Oh yeah, at offices. Oh yeah, you never had tenure in an office. No, I oh, <laughs> didn't my, realize oh, that was a thing. Oh my gosh, yeah, you got to get that sweet, sweet tenure. That it's, Unless it's... you're working at office college, <laughs> which that makes sense. <laughs> So, if you do have stones stuck on the bottom of your shoe, uh, you could have a uh, bright future as a tap dancer, poor man's tap dancer. (laughs) Just kind of clickety clack all the way across the tiles. Whereas stones inside your shoe are pretty annoying. I don't know. They also kind of like remind you that you're alive, though, and that you have like feeling in your feet. Oh, if you're in a lie detector test, put some sharp stones in there. And like if you're about to like say anything, you just cause yourself a little bit of pain. If they make you watch thing. the movie Say Anything, <laughs> yeah. you just cause yourself <laughs> a little bit of pain. You can just wedge this stone into uh-huh. your foot. Who was it? Was it in like one of the damn brown Da Vinci's um Da Vinci's bro? Uh that uh like there was a dude who was like, I'm a bad guy. I gotta put rocks in my shoes so to remind myself yeah. I'm bad. The guy the self flagellate. Uh, albino guy yeah that dude who's super into penance oh, like he would go to sports um, games and have like a bunch he's of independence <laughs> he was really independent wait he was a flagella yeah yeah he was magellan <laughs> he was jalen like magellan boy what happened to those commercials huh dude remember when they, they were ran originally out of words that <laughs> do you remember when they were originally jalen like a felon and people complained? yeah Really? Yeah, I and then and then they arrested all those people <laughs> with gel insults. Because it turned out that they were embezzling millions of dollars. But uh, Magellan, like Magellan, did not make any sense whatsoever. Um, uh, I like, no, so Magellan was that. always Magellan. He was like discovering stuff and then also eating like he was like know, having his crew commit mutiny against him and then getting killed on an island. My favorite yeah, ad Yeah, but he was, was hanging uh, 10 the whole time. <laughs> My favorite ad was um, Jellin' like Keller, Helen. <laughs> yeah, good thing they, they threw that comma in there so that everyone would understand how great their not insensitive joke was. Right, exactly. Um, what was the actual... Jellin, oh, you could yeah. be Jellin' like a melon, but melons also... Maybe like watermelon jello. I don't know. That could be a thing. Um, I just don't. I don't see why this is. A you hard could be jelling like a cellist, uh, and I believe when you play a cello, it's called cellin', right? Yeah, jelling like you're cellin'. <laughs> yeah. All right. How about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna make this question harder because I don't think it's very hard. So every time, it, it must be that every time you step on the rock outside of your shoe, an angel uh, gets its wings. S- someone you love dies. Oh wow, that's a little more extreme than where I thought you were. Wow, that's even worse than the old step on a crack and you break your mother's back scenario. 
you break, your you, mother's you, brack. You break, you your break. mother is a huge fan of Space Ghost. And every time you step on a crack, you break her brack. You bake your mother's Burt Bacharach. I am looking forward to the Space Ghost reboot, though, um, where we find out about how Brack has a terminal illness and starts to uh, sell meth and breaking Brack. Do you guys get get rocks in your shoes often? Nope. I used to when I was simple country folk or when I was working at... uh, at camps and stuff but now it's not really something i need to worry about well, I, I i used to but i don't now that i hired an intern to sweep the street in front of me before i pass oh yeah now that you and got then, tenure yeah and then to announce an yeah, oh wait a second though what if it's not delivery physical it's like yeah, what if it's the shower now? Uh, what if it's not like minerals being in your shoe? What if it is the rock, Dwayne, the rock and he's Johnson. wearing all of your shoes? Okay. And he, now you can't like every time you go to put on your shoes, he's like, no, I'm using these. And also, I'm I can't like step away from the stove right now to take them off. Can't you smell what I'm cooking? Well, the rock, the rock on the and, outside of your shoe would mean he was about to do a suplex on you, and you were about to be done. Oh yeah. Well, how do you he's fit like, the rock in you your shoe? Down. Um wait, are you saying that he has like big feet? Or is he like a little old rock that lives in a shoe? No, I, I think he, like, what, what George children. is saying is the rock is a rather large man, so spatially, how are you going to fit him in your shoe unless you wear size thirty thousand shoes? Yeah. I think he just wears your shoes. Like I don't think mm. like he has big old foot muscles oh, that I make guess. him have oh, to wear big yeah, shoes. Yeah, I'll take that. I'm ready to vote. I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote for that scenario because I can smell what the rock has cooking. It's pie, and I love me some pie. So <laughs> I don't want no cake. I'm gonna find that pie. video and I'm gonna post it on YouTube. <laughs> Not on our uh, page. Or, He's yeah, going on to the face- find that on video. The He's going to rip it. Post it on post, the Facebook page. Post it on his YouTube channel. <laughs> All right, Jordan's voted for the rock in his shoes. Uh, Kevin, what are you going to go with? I'm going to vote for um, the rock on the outside of my shoes because I think it's referring to the rock, the movie with Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage. And I would rather be stepping on that movie than, than that and breaking it than having it in my shoe irritating me. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and go with rocks inside my shoes because one – not necessarily well i'm wearing them it could be that they're like there but i clear them out and two they didn't specify what kind of rocks they are they might be candy rocks rock candy big rock candy mountains i don't know i'll have to find out so thank you so much for your question eric and next time you have to choose between stones in your shoes or stones in the bottom of your shoe go ahead with um dwayne the rock johnson inside your shoe you're gonna be glad you did our final question comes to us from Russian correspondent Tolia Bragan. Thank you so much, Tolia, who wants to know, which is better? A girl, or let's let's make this gender neutral. A date who texts you only, yes, yeah, someone you're dating. All right, so a romantic partner who texts you only with random pics of homeless people or someone who likes you and is super nice to you but cannot commute to you other than over MySpace, even if you are together in the same room. They commute over MySpace? 
They cannot commute except for over MySpace. No, they communicate you solely via MySpace. Communicate so you have, communicate me like I'm a disease? They communicate they take pictures of you and they like rip them off the cloud and they post them all over MySpace. Oh my gosh. No, it's um it's either someone who is constant you're in a relationship with and is constantly texting you pictures of homeless people or it's someone who like is super chill cool girl boyfriend um but can only communicate with you through myspace like even if you're in this like a fancy restaurant she's going to be like making eyebrows towards her phone and you're going to have to like refresh your myspace page to see like her comment that says like i'm enjoying these candles (laughs) at this restaurant I uh, I ha- I am living in a scenario very similar to one of these. Uh, girlfriend of the show Jen Goforth constantly texts and emails me pictures and articles about animal phalluses. So wait, <laughs> about like myths about animals? No, just pictures. Animal fallacies? No, m- pictures of animal genitalia. Well, that's for is instance, that like um are these is that the cornerstone? Of are your these for comparative purposes, to- Kevin? Like not. now, I'm no longer invested in this question, and now I'm just like worried about one your relationship and two our show's relationship with Jen, as she is girlfriend of the show. Right. Well, she is a bi- she's a biology teacher, so this is science for her. Um, and yeah, like, she- well, dude, look at this cool one. Right. <laughs> exactly. But um, is Jen an avid MySpace user? Was she at any point no, in her social media career of 1991? So she was born in 1991. So she she missed MySpace altogether. When was MySpace done? Well, I feel like uh, MySpace. That's that's only last year. two years younger than I am. And I had MySpace. Well, MySpace. I think MySpace only existed for what six months, and then it was just oh, gone. Yeah, it was removed true. from the internet. It was mostly just that Tom guy, right? Yeah, playing as Tom Tom. Wait, and then it transitioned into to Zanga. Um, I don't know. Getting constant pictures of homeless people, I feel like that's gonna bum you out real quick. Get it? Bum. Ah, you out. Ah, uh, ah, ah. Um, but seriously though, like it'll make you sad because it's not like they're gonna be wearing like funny hats or something like that. It's gonna be people without homes. I'm like, I don't know if I can handle being in a relationship with someone. Who's that big of a downer? Although I guess they're they're probably like socially conscious, conscience, conscious. They have a social conscience. They're followed around by Jiminy Glick. They cricket, uh, they engage in con science. It's not real science. Oh yeah, ooh, like um, like, like a matchstick. Yeah, right? like uh, Nicholas, dirty Nicholas Cage. Uh, did either of you have a MySpace account? Nope, I had no. a Zanga. I, I did Wait, not, I had not. I'm not. I never. I've heard the term Zanga, but I've never looked at or read a Zanga. What made Zanga unique? Uh, is it like a geo city? In the sense that that is what uh, all my friends used. So, <laughs> so not unique at all. <laughs> it's unique in the sense that a lot of people used it. <laughs> uh, I did have a Zanga blog ring devoted to me. Wait. Not that you ran, just devoted to you? Yeah. Like you were not a member of it? No, I was not a member of it. It was started. Wait, was this a 
fan group? It, or it was, do you need called, to go into this? It was called Kevin Gall is Freaking Hilarious. Really? Yeah. And what did people just like middle schoolers report on funny Kevinisms? Yeah. You know, or like, oh, I, I wish Kevin would say this. It would be so hilarious if he said it. And did they say what actor they wanted you to be doing an impression of? Mostly, doing an impression of another actor saying those things? It was mostly uh, Rupert Grint doing a Marilyn Monroe impression. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. President. Maybe that she's texting you pictures of like friends of hers all the time that are like between apartments and asking like hey can they crash with you for like a week it'll be totally cool like you have a couch do this if you love me that's no good no yeah there's nothing worse than a socially conscious girlfriend (laughs) no or people who couch surf uninvited i think maybe maybe she's doing it because you're you're forming a homeless army to overthrow the man and she's like, here's another one. Here's another one that can join our ranks. Uh, now, if she's communicating with you only through MySpace, um, she can communicate with other people verbally. Um, it's just going to look really weird. It's going to look like you're going to be in social situations and like, wow, why doesn't why doesn't Kevin's girlfriend ever talk to him? I can't find my Zanga He's constantly anymore. talking at her. <laughs> this seems like a big problem. Jordan looked genuinely distraught he was. for a moment. He was. Uh, it was my first first of many websites Kiss. that was a play was on your... words. Uh, it was the the name of it was it was makingprogress.zanga.com and it was back when I was a huge fan of prog rock. <laughs> not, I was not a progressive um, at all in the political sense of the term, but I really liked prog rock and I was like, I'm gonna totally pun this out not as good you, as my was that Tumblr. the name of your all prog radio show that you had before i stepped in and made it a regular radio uh, show you stepped about in. good music uh i invited you to join me on a radio and i graciously show. accepted and <laughs> deemed you worthy of my presence <laughs> um but uh, you made me lose my thought. Oh yeah, not as good no, a name did you as have my a name for that? dead has been dead the past three years. Tumblr, which was generally eclectic, which I ran while I still worked at General Electric. That was good. What's your, is your Twitter handle still always be always be Cajun from uh, <laughs> episode one of season five of Community? Always be Cajun. <laughs> I need to rewatch that episode. That one was particularly good. Um, I feel like otherwise, though, there there isn't much else to to say on this. Like, you could either have a very distant relationship or a relationship that focuses around homeless people. Oh, maybe you work together at a shelter, though. Maybe it's just like, oh, hey, career. You know, this is part of our job. Like, we're so close you, that we you both You kidnap work. homeless people and take them to your homeless shelter. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. It's not so much a shelter as um, a factory where they uh, make manwich right. out of man, the most like, dangerous game. Homeless? Not no more. Now you're home full. Now you're full of home. I think there was a distinct period of my childhood where I thought manwich was actually, like, derived from a recipe that used to be made from humans. Mm-hmm. 
and, and like now I didn't you... think contemporary man witch was humans, but I just was like, ah, this is probably based on like some old cannibal thing. Now you know it's just Soylent Green. Yeah, it's just it's just Soylent Green. All right, we need to take a vote on this. I am going to go ahead and go with communicating through MySpace because I think I remember seeing a thing about like MySpace is updating itself and relaunching and might be kind of cool. Yeah, Justin Timberlake um, owns it. And at least she's still like a nice, cool person. Whereas this homeless uh, picture, voyeur, whatever, like we don't we don't know what they're all about. Like might they might be taking upshots up old men's coats, and that's kind of creepy. Jordan, uh, I'll go with using homeless people. Is it pictures of homeless people, or can I actually use the homeless people? She's. Texting you pictures of homeless people, but with a little triangulating or like asking her, you could probably figure out where she took the picture. Well, from. they're probably oh, they're holding up signs, and uh, the sign says, uh, "We'll we'll bake cookies for you in exchange for love," and that that just warms my heart. So I'm gonna go with that. That's not actually the homeless person's sign, though. This is just your girlfriend's sign. Well, yeah, she, she writes signs she's and hands them to the homeless people. She's standing next to the guy pointing at his sign, and he's, like, holding up the sign, and it's kind of just... That's just how she texts you. She depressed. writes things out, hands it to homeless people, takes a picture, sends that to you. So, like, every once in a while, she'll just, like, get a, one of those, like, hang-in-there cat posters and hand that to a homeless person, yep. take a picture of it, and text it to you. They're all selfies, though, with the homeless yeah. guy. Kevin, got to uh, break this tie. You know, I'm going to go with homeless people because maybe my girlfriend is sending me pictures of homeless people because she's like, oh, man, they have a great hobo chili recipe. <laughs> You're gonna, or maybe she... They have the best recipe for hobo beans, and you got to come check these guys out. Or maybe they, or have, maybe... Maybe they have interesting phalluses. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That also or... could be true. Or maybe she's trying to tell you that she wants to adopt a 60-year-old man. Uh-huh. Yeah, kind of like a Benjamin Button type of thing. Yeah, they better age backwards. Um, so thank you so much uh, for your question, Tolia. And next time you have to choose between uh, homeless pictures or MySpace, go ahead with homeless pictures. You're going to be glad you did. And thank you all for joining us for another episode of Nin versus Pericus. Could you tell who I was doing an impression of? Was that De Niro? Yeah, that was that was um uh Robert Tree De Niro. Oh, I thought it was um, Obama. That was, no, this is my Obama. Uh, uh, uh classic. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that time when Obama <laughs> farted had a, yeah. had a bowel movement in front of our entire nation. Uh huh. Oh man, when he was uh, he was given that hey. state of the union, he was like, "Listen, guys, I just got to pinch one off real quick." They don't give you bathroom breaks for this. They, so. they do not. Yeah. Hey, um, hey, I still want to see his bathroom certificate. Are you guys getting those uh, those Wikipedia pleas for donations? Yeah, I get them. Oh no, it's about time can, we read we read off our plea for donation can, to to our listeners. But but it says here it says to protect our independence we'll never run ads. Remember when they ran ads? They did in fact do that. Did they? Oh wow! Yeah, for like for like a two week stretch they tried it because they whined for donations and nobody gave it to them. They're like, we're gonna put on ads, 
And everybody was like, all right, whatever. I don't care. We'll still use Wikipedia. And then they yeah. took the ads away because they were like, why? Yeah. And then they added more. Uh. Um, Where was I? What was I? What were we talking about? Uh... Oh, oh, yeah! Awesome impressions. Uh, if you'd like, uh, if you've liked what you heard here, maybe head over to iTunes and rate or review the show. Um, we haven't had any reviews on the iTunes for a while, and that's always super helpful to help um, people who use iTunes to find the show. Uh, just feed the algorithm so it shows up on more pages. We really appreciate that. And more than anything, just uh, tell someone you like about the show. Uh, if you want to interact with us more, you can find us on. Facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast, where Jordan will be posting s- some YouTubes uh, and where we also just post funny things we like, remind people when we're going to be recording so they can get uh, questions in on time. And if you'd like to send us questions to our email, you can email us at ninjas versus podcast. That's VS no period at gmail.com. I don't believe that thing that like periods don't matter. It's like, I got a period in my email. Well, how about? Well, okay. yeah. Try emailing yourself without the period. See if you get it. All right. I guess I'll do that. <laughs> like it makes sense. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Ninjas vs Podcast. Uh, tweet at us. Kevin usually replies to those. Uh, Kevin, do we have a tweet of the week? Uh, we do. Uh, we are followed by. Did, did we already say um, we are we are followed by both at Wizmouse and at WizMickey? No. Yeah. Is so Wizmouse the the follow up series to Rasta Mouse? It's awesome. like American Horror Story. They Do they the pee on? Are they mouse mice that pee on things? Yeah. Uh, we're also followed by at Under the Bed, which is terrifying. Oh, wow. Is that a monster? Uh, it is. And and the description is, I am the monster under your bed. Let's be friends before I kill you. Wow. wow. I, add, I added the last So one. we're following them right now, right? Of course, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Please. Thank goodness. We, we follow every single person that follows us. I don't Keep care. follow back. I don't care. Lots of free followers. Uh, follow us. I don't care oh, come on, follow. guys. We we can't be no follow, follow back girls, right? Ain't no follow exactly. back girl. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that song from 12 years ago. Um, thank you to Animal Tropical for letting us use their song 20 Miles for our intro. Thank you to Sparrows and Crows for letting us use their song Ultraviolet Bliss for the outro. And our final, final question. Oh, before that, uh, next week is our three-year anniversary. Whoa! <laughs> we will have been doing this dumb podcast for three freaking years. So, um... I don't know if you have anything three year related or any, if you want to send us a review of the last year of the podcast, go ahead and shoot that to our email, leave it on Facebook and maybe we'll read on the show. Just give us, yeah, like give us a performance review, year end review. Uh, We will appreciate it. Uh, And our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus. By the way, hold on. Uh, The third, uh, third year anniversary traditional gift is leather. So. If you guys want to send oh, us yeah. some leather, us some tasteful leather. Um, also, our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus uh, hit impressions comic Frank Caliendo. <laughs> Go.
um, ninjas because even though Frank Caliendo is going to try to do an impression of a ninja, he is too portly to be a ninja, so they'll know <laughs> right away. Uh, we'll do ninjas because I don't like Frank Caliendo. Oh, not even his awesome Madden impression? Uh, his Morgan Freeman was okay, but the rest I could do without. Uh, and I am going to go ahead and go with Frank uh, Caliendo because, um, as I know from personal experience, uh, if you have a great repertoire of impressions, really, it's, it can get you anywhere in life and out of any situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, as ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time. Yeah. Get, get your. Uh, go register to vote. <laughs> Is it time? Is it time yet to rock the vote? Uh, probably. It may be too late. I don't know. When, when are we voting on the, the Obama 2.0? Um, we oh, the, so we're done calling them presidents. We're yeah. just going to call them Obamas from now on. I don't know. I feel like sometimes when he gets behind the pulpit, Tired from all the especially as the head of our church. Yeah. <laughs> we don't realize that. No, like a the bullet, president like is a also the head of the church. Let the grass scratch up our legs. We'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss How about Frocktober? <laughs> <laughs>